Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate that crazy thing called life. My name is Emily Chabourne and I am a mindset coach and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, That Crazy Thing Called Life. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this epic community of over 3,000 people and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Dear M, my partner and I recently made a decision not to have children, but I have a friend who has been trying for years and I feel so guilty. She keeps asking if I'm trying and I don't have the heart to tell her the truth, but I can't keep lying to her. Can you help? This is such a great question because I think so many of us often feel guilt. This hasn't necessarily got anything to do with having children, but we feel guilt. Maybe we have more privilege than our friends and we feel a little bit like, oh, I don't want to brag about my success because my mate's having a really shit time at work at the moment. I know a lot of people at the moment, we're recording this right now in the middle of lockdown stage four here in Melbourne and the rest of Australia is footloose and fancy free and, you know, going to the pub and visiting each other and moving into state. And here in Melbourne, we're not allowed to leave our houses for more than an hour a day. And... I've heard a lot of people say, God, I feel so guilty and I don't want to put pictures up on Facebook because I feel so sorry for those poor people in Melbourne and Victoria. And while that is noble in its essence, it doesn't help. You know, you not going about enjoying your life isn't going to shift the experience I'm having in my life. You not talking about how much money you've got isn't going to give me more money. It doesn't. It doesn't alleviate my circumstance. And so I want to give you five things to help you come to a place of peace with your decision and to be able to explain that in a really healthy way with your friend who is still trying to have children. So the first thing is that you having kids won't help her pain. You deciding to have children isn't going to make her inability to have children any better. You deciding not to have children also isn't going to take her pain away. It's not, it's not amplifying it. It's not helping it. Her pain is her pain. Her struggle is her struggle. Her experience is her experience. And how she's coming to that experience is her choice. And that is not going to be shifted by you. You know, equally, you could be pregnant right now and she could be offended because she can't have children. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Your decision is not going to change her experience that she is having or the challenges that she is up against. It's just not. The second thing is when you tell her, when you say, I've actually made the decision not to have children with my partner, just be very clear and be very kind. So what I mean by be clear and kind is don't shimmy around it. Be really straight up with it hey, I've made a decision that is best for my life. And the decision that we have made is that we're not going to try to have children. We're really happy with what we've got. And we feel like this is enough for us right now. And we've really weighed up what having children would mean to us and for who we are and where we are in our lives right now. This is the decision that we've come to. Be clear and be very kind. Don't be patronizing. Just be kind. And kindness is clearness. 
And I think quite often we try really hard when we're communicating hard stuff to people, we want to be really, really kind. And so we begin to be really unclear. We skirt around issues, we give maybes, we begin to communicate quite uncertainly with vague timelines and well, maybe potentially sort of, kind of what we thought was. And we end up going in this sort of roundabout fashion because we don't want to say what it is that we want to say. We might see this happen in performance reviews. You know, one of the worst performance reviews I've ever witnessed was when the person who was giving the performance review was so fucking wrapped up in her own shit, wrapped up in her own head, and so worried about offending people that she ended up being really unkind in her performance reviews because she just didn't tell it straight. And so the person who was in that performance review left not having a clear directive or a definitive answer, not knowing where they stood, not really knowing what the situation was. The most kind way to deliver information is to be concise and to be clear. That brings me on to my third point, which is you don't need to apologize and you don't need to over explain. So you don't need to sit there and go, and the reason that we've decided to do this, Claire, is because, and then there was this, and then there was this. You don't need to justify yourself because the moment you begin to justify yourself, you put yourself into the experience of defense. Now, if you are in defense of yourself, you are automatically in the energy of I'm doing something wrong and your friend is gonna pick up on you are doing something wrong. And so consciously or unconsciously, she's now going to feel your defense and she's gonna think, well, this person has obviously got something that they need to defend themselves against. So take the energetic lead, be clear and be kind, do not apologize. You, you, you are not responsible for your friend's fertility issues at all. And you choosing what is best for your life isn't gonna change your friend's fertility issues. Be clear, be kind, don't apologize and do not over explain yourself. If you're anything like me, your first thought in the morning is often one of, oh, holy fuck. We wake up instantly feeling like we're in lack. Not enough sleep, not enough time, not enough. We scroll through social media and feel not enough. We think about our day ahead and feel underprepared, uninspired, or overwhelmed. What if we're not enough? Before we're even out of bed, our mind is telling us all sorts of crazy stories, and these stories set the precedent for our day and have a huge effect on our results. Imagine if you could start your day with a different thought. Imagine waking up to a daily reminder of the greatness that lies within you. Imagine having your own personal and funny cheerleader inspiring you every single day. Imagine your first waking thought being one of abundance and purpose. Well, imagine no longer, my friend, because now you can wake up with M. Wake Up With M is a text message service for women who are ready to wake up to their power, purpose, and passion. A daily motivational message from me personally to get you smiling into your day and vibing high from the moment you wake up and all for less than the price of a couple of lattes a month. And even better, you get the first month completely for free. Because, well, you know, you might actually find it really annoying to have a daily reminder that you're amazing and capable and awesome. Head to emilychabron.com forward slash wake up or check out the link in the show notes below. 
The next thing is be really supportive. So point number four is you can still be really supportive. Often when people are going through what for some reason over the years society has deemed to be a taboo subject. So we're really fucking shit at supporting each other as human beings. You know, miscarriage, or we don't talk about it. Don't tell anyone until you're 12 weeks in case you have a miscarriage. Hang on a minute. How about if I have a miscarriage at 10 weeks, I'm going to need my fucking girls around me. I'm going to need people to know. I'm going to need to hear other people's stories so that I know that I'm not alone, that I don't feel like a freak. I don't feel like a failure. I know that it's really common. We're so shit. We do it with death as well. We're like, oh, death, that's weird. Just push that, just go push it over there. Oh God, that person's got cancer. I don't really know what to say, so I'm gonna hide back here. We're so bad at supporting each other. So be the person that can support her. Ask her questions. Ask how you can support her. Ask what she needs from you. Not on the back of, hey, I've decided not to have kids and I feel really guilty, so how can I support you? But from a place of, I've decided not to have children and that is irrelevant to our friendship and how I can support you. What's going on for you right now? How are you feeling? How can I love you? How can I support you? What do you need from me? Do you want me to ask you questions? Do you want me to leave you alone? Ask. Remember when my mum was first diagnosed with cancer and she said, you know, people don't know how to speak to me now. People don't know what to say to me now. I wish they would just ask me, how do you need me to speak to you? She was like, instead they withdraw, they go back into their shell and I feel alone. I feel like they don't care. Don't do that. Don't allow the story, and it is just a story, don't allow the story that you are playing in your head, distance yourself from your friend. Move towards the taboo, move towards what's uncomfortable. You'll be so grateful and she'll be so grateful and your friendship will be so much stronger as a result of it to the point that it won't matter whether or not you have children. That becomes completely irrelevant because you're showing up as the friend that you need to show up as for your friend. So be supportive, ask questions, and that just as a general rule, not because you have decided not to have children. The fifth thing that I wanna say is that her reaction to you deciding not to have children is not your responsibility. There's a caveat on that. And that is as long as you have communicated clearly in line with your own values and in your full integrity. So if you can observe yourself in the conversation that you've had with your friend and say, you know what? I was honest, I was clear, I was kind, I didn't apologize. I was strong and loving and kind and certain in the way that I communicated my decision to her. If you are cool with how you rocked up, her reaction to you is not your responsibility. She turns around and goes, who do you think you are not having children when you know I can't have children? Like, that is her shit and it's not yours. And that's in general in life. If you have rocked up to life and your relationships with your integrity high, meeting your values, being clear in your boundaries, coming from a place of love, coming from a place of uh, groundedness and connection and kindness, then how other people respond to you is not your responsibility. It's their shit, not yours. If she begins having a full-on tantrum and decides that she can't be anywhere near you and it's so selfish of you not to have children and you know I can't have children, that's not your responsibility. That is all her. 
it might not feel nice to be on the receiving end of it, but it's not your responsibility. It's not a reflection of you, it's a reflection of her and her pain and where she's at. And all we do is we come back to that with love and kindness and total compassion. But you also do not need to tolerate that behavior from anybody else, ever. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! So I trust that that has been useful, and I trust that's been useful in the sort of wider sense as well. Not everybody is going through this exact context, i.e. not everybody's decided not to have children when their friends can't, but often and every day really in life we come up against situations where we feel guilty for our privilege or we feel like our decision might be offensive to somebody else's way of living or what they've got going on for them right now and again like we cannot hold ourselves back or dim our own light we are not helping anybody else by playing the smaller game in fear of offending somebody else we're just not you are not responsible for other people in that way you are responsible for you And as long as you are walking through this planet, trying your best to be in love and compassion with yourself so that you can be in love and compassion with other people, then other people's reactions to you are not your responsibility. So I'm going to run through those five points again. Number one, you having children will not alleviate her pain. You having kids won't make the fact that she can't have kids any better for her. The second thing is always be clear and always be kind. Brene Brown says that to be clear is to be kind and to be unclear is to be unkind. Don't skirt around the issue. Well, we're still thinking about it. We're not sure yet. Oh, we're just going to give it a bit more time and see how we go. Don't do that. It's unkind. Be clear. Be kind. Number three, don't apologize or over-explain. You decide and then maintain the energy of this conversation. And again, this is about leading with certainty. If people see that you are uncertain, they'll feel unsafe in your decision and they'll begin to question it. If you lead with certainty in your energy and in your words and in your posture and in your decision and in your mindset and in your heart, then other people will see your certainty and they will feel safe in your decision. Be supportive of her, really fucking supportive of her. And remember that her reaction is not your responsibility. I trust that that has been useful. Thank you all very much for joining me today. All right, a couple of comments coming in from the live stream. People loving this question. Wow, I don't have this particular problem, but I can see how this relates to my life. I'm, I get really guilty and sometimes feel shame of my privilege and I try and hide it from my friends, which keeps me from connecting to my friends. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're denying yourself connection. Oh my God, um, this has been the most amazing live broadcast. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I bothered to get out of bed to watch. I'm glad you came to watch too. Thank you. I'm loving doing these lives. It's so good. Oh my God, this just blew my mind. You're a genius. This changed my life. Massive aha moment. I'm pleased. I love, love, love aha moments. Thank you so much. I can't wait to tell all of my friends about this. <laughs> yes, invite your friends to that crazy thing called life or get them following me on Instagram, Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. Um, thank you so much. This has been so useful. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Great. Awesome, guys. I'm so pleased that this has been useful for you all. I will see you all next Thursday, 7 a.m., where we will record another episode live. Remember, if you have got a question, info at emilychaborn.com.
www.thebrandcoach.com. That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live on Thursday mornings. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it with a mate or on your socials. Please tag me, Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth, does it? So you let Barbara down the road know that she should have a little listen to this episode. If you're interested in joining the Unashamedly Human Hub, my global coaching community, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.